Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of David Sports Talk. So the main topic for today is going to be um, the future of the Sixers. Well, more than likely the future of Ben Simmons. Um, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. It, it's just... It's it's ridiculous how it's been five years and he he's just he hasn't improved at all. <clears throat> but before we get to that, we we just got a couple things to hit on, so, um, a couple players, uh, so once the, um, playoffs is over, it's going to be the Olympics, so Team USA is already starting to get built, a couple, these are the players that have, um, committed to play for them. So we have Kevin Durant, James Harden, Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Draymond Green, Bam Adebayo, and Kevin Love. Which is a great team, actually. Um, noticeable thing, they don't really have any big men. The noticeable big men are Bam, Draymond, and Kevin Love. So Bam is going to have room to improve. Because if you watch the season, Bam... He needs to improve on like post game and shooting, but he, with him being the only true big man, well, other than Kevin Love, but Kevin Love started age. Um, Bam's gonna have a lot of room to actually focus on improving. Um, Chris Paul declined playing for them. A lot of players have declined it. Um, LeBron James declined, Anthony Davis declined, Steph Curry declined, Jimmy Butler declined, and Donovan Mitchell declined. I mean, if we were doing a game where it's team committed versus team declined, I think team declined would win it all. But just a lot of stuff going on. Um, the Lakers are expected to pursue Carmelo Anthony in the free agency. Uh, he's a he's a great fit. Um, you know, obviously his ties to LeBron and his ties to the coaching staff over there. He he'd be a great fit for them. Um, moving on though, so we can hit the main topic. Brooklyn Nets assistant coach Ime Udoka, fellow Sixers fans, you might know him. He used to be on the staff last year. He's believed to be a front runner. In the Boston Celtics head coaching search. Another one. NBA is expected to implement new rules to limit non-basketball moves that will result in an offensive foul or no call beginning next season. Um, Adam Silver said for some time that he was going to look into this. said NBA referees will be trained to properly officiate the following actions used to draw fouls. 
Shooter launches slash leans into the defender at abnormal angle. Shooter kicks leg at abnormal angle, or offensive player abruptly veers off path into defender. Um. Honestly, with these rule changes for the fouls, there's really only two players that this is going to affect big time. And they're going to have to improve over the offseason to not draw fouls as much with this. So, you you guys might already know who I'm talking about. It's the two main villains. Well, one is the biggest Sixers villain of all time now. I think he beat Kawhi Leonard for that. And the other one is the one who was originally going to come to Philly, but didn't happen. So, it's Trey Young and James Harden. Trey Young, he... I want to say he averages about 18 free throws per game. Which is insane. Um, the True or not, NBA viewership for the playoffs is up 39% from last season. And I'm not even going to lie, this new fresh playoff scenery I'm watching, I'm, I'm actually loving it because it's giving every team a chance to show what they really want to do to win that championship. Like, the four teams that are left in the playoffs right now, guess what? They haven't won a championship, I don't think, ever. And if they have, they I don't think they've won a championship since the NBA merged in, I think, 1978 or 58, something like that. Them four teams, I mean, come on now. The Suns, this is the team we're talking about that Hasn't made the playoffs in, oh my god, uh, plenty of years. Talking about the Bucks, who have been second round, first round exits. Talking about the Clippers, who have been second round exits, first round exits. The Hawks, who we haven't even seen in the playoffs since 2015, when LeBron was still in the East. Like, it's, it's insane. Um, Portland is still um, trying to get a head coach. Mike D'Antoni, Brooklyn Nets assistant, will get a second interview this week. And Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammond will also meet again along with um, Chauncey Billups. Um, while he is a free agent, Dwight Howard has made it very clear that he wants to come back to Philly, saying that he wants some more Frosties. He took responsibility for not playing his best. And he said he plans to be the oldest player in the league that's in there wrestling and tussling with the referees. Um, it's also a fellow Sixers' 34th birthday today. You guys know who I'm talking about, the Green Ranger, Danny Green. Happy birthday. Speaking about him, he said he met with Doc Rivers earlier this week. I asked him about his free agency plans, and Doc Rivers said you're not going anywhere. So, um... Obviously, any moves won't be made until they go through Daryl Morey. Um, I just don't see Danny Green coming back for the money that was originally spent on him before, which was he was making the last contract he had in the free agency period. He was making $15 million this year. So Lakers gave him two years, $30 million. There's no way we're giving him that much. If I were the coach and I was making the free agency decisions, if he isn't willing to accept... A veteran's minimum. 
I, I'm sorry, bud. I, I'm I'm not overpaying for you. Um, Vikings rookie defensive tackle Jalen Twyman was shot four times while visiting his aunt in Washington D.C. Said he's gonna be, said he's gonna be okay. And he's gonna make a full recovery before the season starts. So that that's good news, great news actually. Um, Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl on the Sib comes out as gay. He also announced a hundred thousand dollar donation to the Trevor Project, which is a suicide prevention organization. For LGBTQ youth. So that's um, that's actually the first active, I believe, gay member in the NFL history. Um, Suns released a statement saying they will not condone their van- fans being violent after the fight in Sunday's game, which is now a living meme. Um, they, they were excited and they commented, The Phoenix Suns are enjoying a deep run in the NBA postseason. And while the intensity on the court continues to heat up, we still expect Suns fans to keep their cool off the court. We will not tolerate the violence that erupted following Sunday's game at Phoenix Suns Arena. We consider Suns fans to be the best in the world. Fighting or taunting to incite violence is not reflective of our organization or how fans from across the valley should be represented. We're better than that. Let's work together to provide a model fan experience that is fun, enthusiastic, and respectful. Oh my god, this stat just makes me want to puke. Udonis Haslam took more shots in the only quarter he played this season, which was two shots in three minutes. And Ben Simmons did the last six fourth quarters, which is one shot in 44 minutes. Oh my god. Um, according to league sources, which I don't know why they're bringing this up now, Ben Simmons' frustration at being relegated to off-ball duty during the team's 2019 second-round loss to the Raptors contributed to the front office's decision to not Resign Jimmy Butler. That that's just ridiculous. Um, I don't even know why this is. Said Sixers won't get rid of Joel Embiid because he made a concern concerted effort. Saying he was an MVP contention. He knows the fabric and DNA of Philly. Um, Buffalo Bills receiver Cole Beasley does not plan to get vaccinated against COVID-19 and insists he will not follow rules adopted by the NFL and NFLPA requiring unvaccinated players to stay clear of people. He said he would rather retire than follow rules. Um, Terrell Owens on Ben Simmons, he commented saying when I came to Philly, they knew what they was getting. All right, now we're back. Um, this is ridiculous. Um, the Harlem Globetrotters want the NBA to grant them a franchise. Um, Doc Rivers comment, he says they need to continue to improve the culture of the Sixers and the organization. So they made a good jump this year, but work still needs to be done. Um, Eli Manning is rejoining the Giants organization in business operations and fan engagement role. He will have his ten, number 10 jersey induct, retired and inducted into the Giants' ring of honor. <clears throat> um, 
an insider from the NBA says there will be a market for a Ben Simmons trade. We're going to get right into that after I um finish talking about this. He said the Ben Simmons saga has officially reached peak saturation in Philadelphia after the Sixers exit from the playoffs Sunday night. He's a talk of the city, talk of the NBA world, and the conversation isn't going away for a while. He scored five points in Game 7 and was reluctant to initiate any offense on his own for yet another postseason, leading a number of vocal fans to call for his exit this summer. Um, Simmons has a max deal. I believe it's four years, $160 million. Um, But after I finish going through that, we're going to talk about that. Ben Simmons only attempted three shots in the fourth quarter in the seven-game series. The only other starting point guard for seven-game series in NBA playoffs over the last 25 years at that few attempts was Eric Snow in 2006. Um, Sixers coach Doc Rivers he has the most losses by a head coach in NBA history in the playoff games where he had a shot to clinch the series he lost 5 game 7's at home which is the most in NBA history and he lost 4 straight game 7's tied for the longest losing streak in game 7's by any head coach in NBA history and the Sixers are the first number 1 seed in NBA playoffs to lose Three home games in a series within the first two rounds in 53 years. The last team, the 1968 Sixers. Also, Devin Booker is the first Suns playoff triple double since Steve Nash in 2005. Uh, Magic Johnson commented, he said he needs a fresh start. It's time to trade him. It'll be good for his Sixers as well as good for Ben for his confidence. He needs to get with the veteran to bring the confidence back. All three teams that backed out of trading for Kyle Lowry have now been eliminated. The Lakers, Miami Heat, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, speaking about Kyle Lowry. They said that... Um, the Sixers and Darren Morey said that people believe in the organization around the NBA... That Daryl Morey simply did not pull the trigger on a Kyle Lowry trade because he's angling to get a bigger fish. So instead of getting a 35-year-old Kyle Lowry, he's trying to get someone like Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal, CJ McCollum, or even Zach Levine, for all who knows. Um, Stephen A. Smith, he said he received a text from somebody very, very close to the situation in Philadelphia about Ben Simmons. He said he doesn't work, he doesn't listen, and everyone around him is family, and he's constantly babied. So, with that being said, it, it's just ridiculous. And Dwight Howard also came out and rooted for Ben, too. Um, the upcoming 2021 NBA Finals will be the first to not feature any one of the Heat, Lakers, Spurs, Warriors, Rockets, or Bulls since 1990. Um, Drew McIntyre will go down in history books as the only person in the main event, the first and last pay-per-view of the WWE Performance Center slash 
pandemic era. And Joel Embiid will be eligible for a Supermax extension this year, so that should be great. Um, ben Simmons, they said he might change his dominant shooting hand from left to right. I don't see how that is going to help it out. Um, congratulations to Mark Retchie, who's been selected for induction to the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame as a member of the 2021 class. Um, but to start with the Ben Simmons talk, I don't even know where to start. Um, this all started with the Sixers versus Hawks game seven. So I'm going to explain to you what happened because I fell asleep. I woke up and it was about the last four minutes of the game, three minutes. So, the Hawks were up 98-96. Um, oh, I don't even want to explain this one. It, it's just terrible to fathom. Ben Simmons drove to the basket, posted up somebody, and Trey Young came to the hoop. Ben Simmons turned around and was ready, looking like he was ready to dunk the ball. Instead, he passed it to Matisse Thibel, who went to the rim and went to take it up and was immediately fouled. I believe he made one of two free throws. Then, right after, that that was the play that I think ended the whole game. That was the play that essentially just ruined the hopes of the Sixers going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So instead of the Kawhi buzzer beater, I think we're all going to look at the Ben Simmons pass. Um, then the next play that happened, Hawks immediately ran down the court. Trey Young made a three at the logo. I think Ben or Matisse was guarding him. Um, next possession, I think Sixers missed the bucket. Or they shot a three and missed. Then, Kevin Herter went down the other end, went for a three. Matisse Thibel fouled him on that, uncalled for. Fouled Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter got three free throws. Sixers, you know, blow it right after that. That was it. That was the whole series. That, that was it for the Sixers. They eliminated were eliminated by the Hawks. Which I think is disrespectful because honestly, when I heard that we were playing the Hawks, I immediately went, "Who the hell in the Hawks is going to guard Joel Embiid? Ben Simmons is going to defend the hell out of Trey Young. Tobias is going to go insane. Seth Curry is going to go off, which I think was the only real prediction that I had that came to true. Danny Green was obviously out, so that kind of hurt us. But there was one thing that I noticed at the end of the game that. I looked at the court, and I'm like, can I really blame it all on Ben? And I looked at who's on the floor. Mind you, this is the last, I believe, minute or so. And Sixers were down by three at this point. The players that were on the floor, they had Embiid, Shake Milton, 
George Hill, Matisse, and Tobias. I just want to know what the hell went through Doc Rivers' head when he decided to go, you know what? We got a minute left. We're down by three. George Hill, you're in. Shake, you're in. I think Furcon was in, too. If it wasn't Matisse, I think it was Furcon or Seth. And it, it was... <sighs> it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. At that point, I immediately turned the TV off and went, that's it for the Sixers. Because the next possession, immediately Tobias came down the court, dribbled, shot a three. It's three. I went. That was the exclamation point on the Sixers loss. Can we blame Ben Simmons all the way? Absolutely. Does Doc Rivers has a, have a part to blame? Absolutely. And the funny thing is, I actually questioned. Us signing Doc Rivers as a, co a head coach. Just for the fact that he was coming off a season. Where he had two all-stars. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Lost in. Blew a 3-1 lead. Lost to the Nuggets in seven. So I immediately went. If he had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Both amazing players. One can actually shoot. The other one. I don't know what the hell is going on with him that series. The other half of the team was just. They were good but they weren't great. I looked at it and I went, if you want, you want Doc Rivers to coach the Philadelphia 76ers, we have a point guard who can't shoot and has, now he all of a sudden has mentally psychological problems, but he can't, he doesn't have confidence in himself to shoot, which I find bull crap and I want him traded right now. Then we have a, a player, one of the most dominant centers in the league, top three center, Actually, I, I'm second best center in the league. Sorry. And the only thing that it had was the problem with him is he has health issues. This man was playing with a torn meniscus. Averaging almost 30 points a game. And you expect me to blame Joel Embiid. Last year, I knew we were going to lose the playoffs. Ben Simmons was out. We had a terrible roster. We had Josh Richardson, Al Horford, two bums. This year... I thought it was the year that we could win it all. When the Nets got eliminated, I immediately jumped up in joy. And I went, 
great show. The biggest thing that was in our way in the Eastern Conference is now eliminated. It's now the Sixers' time to win the East. What happened? We lost in seven. To the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. It, it It's just terrible. Every, everything that happened in the postseason... I thought we were going to beat Atlanta in six. Maybe f- I, I said five, but that was minimum. Maximum, I was going to say six. Not to mention, we blew an 18-point lead and a 26-point lead in back-to-back games. speechless this team had the opportunity to win it all and it was all ruined by a a mentally psychological point guard who cannot shoot the ball who cannot you know can't shoot Can't shoot the ball. Can't take the ball in the court. But like I said. The one thing that is going to be on Daryl Morey's mind this offseason. I I think at this point Doc Rivers doesn't have a say in what happens with Ben. It's five years now. Five years. We've given Ben Simmons a chance to prove that. You know. Yeah, we believe you can improve. We can believe... We believe you can improve your mid-range, your jump shot, your three-pointer. We just need you to get a shot. That's all we need you to do. You just need to get a jump shot. That's it. No. Five years later, still eliminated from the second round. At this point, at first, I believe this duo of Embiid and Ben could work. But now, this I don't even think Ben Simmons is the second best player. I don't even think Ben Simmons is the second part of that duo. The better part that I think is the second best on the team alongside Embiid, I think it's the toss-up between Tobias and Curry. Curry and Tobias, well, Curry and Embiid were the only two players that showed up during the Hawks series. That one game where Tobias had four points and Ben had, I think, one. And then Curry had 36 and Embiid had 38. I think that was the game we blew a 26-point lead. If we can't beat the Atlanta Hawks, what makes you think we could face the bigger of the Eastern Conference in the Milwaukee Bucks, the Brooklyn Nets, that 
that's that's really and then you have to go to the finals and you have to face the Lakers or the Clippers or the Nuggets even or the Jazz or the Suns. You expect me to believe if we struggle against the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, a balding Trey Young who's terrible. I don't give a crap what anyone says about him. He's he's not good. Rick Ashley and Kevin Herter. A cocky-ass John Collins, who I can't wait for him to get paid this summer because the Hawks are going to have no cap and their team is just going to be god-awful. Con Collins is the most, or John Collins is the most cockiest motherfucker I've ever seen in the NBA. Especially after that post-game interview where he wore a shirt of him dunking on Embiid. Mind you, these aren't even him dunking on Embiid. Honestly, I think they all should have been called fouls because this man was legit grabbing Embiid's neck and jumping on him. That's why I believe that. No. Embiid shouldn't have been fined for what happened the other day. Collins grabbed him in a headlock as he was jumping for, I believe it was a dunk or a rebound. Collins jumped up. Man grabbed him in a headlock and the refs decided to call, you know, foul on a beat. Then when Embiid argued, technical foul Embiid. I want to say this right now. This season, I think he's the worst of the officials. This season, I think are the worst officials in the NBA. And I'm not talking about, like, in past seasons. I'm talking about all time. This season, but moving on, I'm not going to keep being butthurt about a crappy point guard who makes one hundred eighty million just to average one point a game, five points a game. Hell, his career highs, I think, is like... Actually, I can't even believe this. This man's career high is 42 points. I've completely forgot about that game. And Bede was out. And I think Curry or Tobias was out. And this man had 42 against the Utah Jazz. Almost beat them. And... But like I said, I think the organization believes that Ben Simmons can't be our point guard because last summer they were actually going to trade to get Chris Paul. Only reason that trade didn't go through, Chris Paul did not want to come to Philly. That was one. This past trade deadline, 
Philly tried to get another ball handler in Kyle Lowry. Did not happen. So at this point, if you honestly believe that the Sixers think that Ben can be their primary ball handler, I want to say this, like I say for every other team or any other Philly sports team, Philly is the only team where they they could do great all season. And then as soon as the playoffs come or whatever, They choke. It, it, it was insane. But. Honestly. I think Ben should be gone this offseason. And I wouldn't be surprised. If they keep him. And. You know, try to maximize his value just so they can get someone, you know, in that category of, you know, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. But I think at this point, it's it's time that... It's time to split up. Ben and MB. But that's it for this episode. And I'll be back next episode with more NBA news, more sports news, and everything all around. I'll see you guys on the next episode.